Shalom and Yeshua. This is Rabin Deborah Brandt and this is day 11 of our 40 days of Teshuvah as we are preparing our hearts for the High Holy Days. Daily we read Psalm 51 and Psalm 27. The goal of El Chet is to get to the root of the problem, to become more like Yeshua and to become conformed to His image and Torah is a process. It does not happen overnight. The key is never to give up because he does not give up on us. We are all under construction and a work in progress. Number 10. For the sin that we have sinned before you through wronging a neighbor. Matthew 5, 22-24. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in the danger of the council. But whoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother has ought against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer thy gift. John Gill's Exposition of the Entire Bible Commentary on this scripture and whosoever shall say to his brother, Rakah, shall be in danger of the council or Sanhedrin. The word Rakah is expressive of indignation and contempt. It was used as a term of reproach. Some derive it from Rach, or to spit upon, as if the person that used it thought the man he spoke to deserved to be spit upon and treated in the most contemptuous manner. But rather the word signifies empty and vain and denotes a worthless, empty-headed man, a man of no brains, a foolish, witless person. So often it is used in Jewish writings. Have we pretended to like somebody just so we could get something we wanted? Did we use people in order to climb up the ladder of success? Matthew 22, 36-39 Rabbi, which of the mitzvot in the Torah is the most important? He told them you are to love Adonai your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. This is the greatest and most important mitzvah. And the second is similar to it. You are to love your neighbor as yourself. What kind of neighbor or friend should I try to be? Our example is Yeshua. John 15, 12-14 This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, and a man lays down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Proverbs 17, 17 A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Are we fair-weather friends, or are we fr a friend who is there at all times? Proverbs 18.24, a man that has friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Do I try to be friendly to people and smile, or do you always have a frown on your face and a chip on our shoulder? Proverbs 19.6, many will entreat the favor of the prince, and every man is a friend to him that gives gifts. Are we only friends with those who can give us things, or are we friends to those who can give us nothing in return except friendship, which is the best gift of all? Proverbs 27.6 Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. A true friend will warn their brother if they are in danger or walking in sin. A phony friend will only say what they think people want to hear. A person 
who will only tickle your ear is no friend at all. Matthew 5, 42-48 When someone asks you for something, give it to him. When someone wants to borrow something from you, lend it to him. You have heard that our fathers were told, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Then you will become children of your Father in heaven, for he makes his sunshine on the good and bad people alike, and he sends rain to the righteous and unrighteous alike. What reward do you get if you love only those who love you? Why? Even tax collectors do that. And if you are friendly only to your friends, are you doing anything out of the ordinary? Even the goyim do that. Therefore be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Do we only give to those who can pay us back, or can we lend to those who may not be able to pay us back as well? The Hebrew idiom, good eye, bad eye, is used with regard to those who are generous or stingy. A person with a good eye is one who is a giver and has an open hand. A person with a bad eye is one who is stingy and has a tight fist and will not give to others. Yeshua takes us even a step further. It is easy to love a friend and give to a friend, but he says we are to love our enemies and pray for them. I think that is something that we all need to work on, but it is the true love of Messiah at work in us. John Gill's exposition of the entire Bible regarding Matthew 5.42, Give to him that asks you, to every man, Luke 6.30, Whether Jew or Gentile, friend or foe, believer or unbeliever, a good or a bad man, Worthy or unworthy, deserving or not, that ask alms, whether food or money, give it freely, readily, cheerfully, according to your abilities, and as the necessity of the object requires. For such rules are always supposed and to be observed, and though all are to be relieved, yet the circumstances of persons and the relation to, to men are to be considered, and special regard is, is had to the household of faith. And from him that would borrow of thee, turn not away, refuse him not, turn not away from him with a frown, or with speaking to him, or with denial. Look upon, look upon him with pleasant countenance, cheerfully lend him what he wants, whether he be Jew, for whom it was not lawful to take usury, or a stranger, from whom it was lawful to take it, yet take it not. Lend him freely, hoping for nothing back. Luke 6.35, which must not be understood of not hoping for the money lent, for then it would be giving and not lending, but of not hoping for any reward for lending it, and indeed the money itself is not to be hoped for again, when the circumstances of the borrower are such that he is not able to make a return. Journal Food for Thought Friendship is one of the highest forms of human activity. Ask yourself, did I strive to go out of my way to help friends based on my commitment to be their friend? Was I insensitive toward my friend's needs or did I hurt their feelings? Did I take advantage of someone who trusted me as a friend? Have I made a conscious effort to learn how to be a better friend? A prayer to help others. Father, in the name of Yeshua, I will do unto others as I would have them do unto me. I eagerly pursue and seek to acquire this agape love, or ahava. I purpose to make it my aim, my great quest in life. In the name of Yeshua, I will esteem and look upon and be concerned for not merely my own interest, 
but also for the interests of others as they pursue success. I am strong in the Lord and the power of His might, and I will make it a practice to please my neighbor, boss, co-worker, teacher, parent, child, brother, etc., for his good and for his true welfare, to edify him, that is, to strengthen him and build him up in all ways, spiritually, socially, materially. I desire to imitate my Father, and as a child of light, I will walk in love and wisdom. Help me to encourage, admonish, and exhort others and edify them. Father, in the name of Yeshua, I love my enemies, as well as my business associates, fellow congregation members, neighbors, those in authority over me. And I am kind and do good, doing favor so that someone derives benefit from them. I lend expecting and hoping for nothing in return, but considering nothing is lost and despairing of no one. Thank you, Father, for imprinting your Torah upon my heart and inscribing them on my mind, on my inmost thoughts and understanding. According to your word, as I would like and desire that men would do to me, I do exactly to them. In the name of Yeshua. Amen.